Hi everyone, welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yes Epstein, I am your host. I'm a narcissistic abuse life coach. Today I'm going to be discussing the dangers of playing the victim. Victims of abuse that have been victimized are without a doubt victims. This podcast is not meant to take anything away from those who have been victimized by perpetrators of the worst kind. In this episode, I want to go into some of the dangers of choosing to stay a victim and staying in victim consciousness uh, later on in life, throughout one's life, refusing to heal, living in denial, and in a heavily, highly defended emotional, psychological, and relational state. So to begin in childhood, when abused and traumatized, children adopt a victim consciousness. The world becomes a large and terrifying, scary place devoid of protection and safety. As a result, victims will adopt many defense mechanisms to protect themselves from threats, both real and perceived. This becomes a pattern of relating, a relationship pattern, and victims will go their whole lives unless healed and corrected as eternal victims taking absolutely no responsibility for their own wounds, relationship patterns causing countless damage to themselves and those around them, those in their lives, and those who try to love them. So people naturally have compassion and sympathy for those who have been victimized for victims. They often have a deep need to help those people. Uh, those who are love-starved and crave attention will see this as an opportunity to exploit this and, and sort of feed off of this uh, in other people, in compassionate people, to get attention and feed their addiction to sympathy. Uh, and you know, ultimately, negative attention is still attention. So if somebody is love-starved, attention-starved, they will sort of exploit this in other people and get people to give them this attention, this sympathy, uh, to sort of feed that uh, victim consciousness. So it's very, it's extremely attractive to play the victim. And if you have been victimized, there's going to be this desire, almost an impulse and a, a motivation to, to play the victim. Uh, first of all, a couple of the benefits of playing the victim, a couple of the reasons why it's so attractive are because, first of all, you don't have to work for anything. You can just be as you are, uh, take no responsibility uh, for your actions, uh, for your mistakes, for your abusive behavior. Uh, there's an endless narcissistic supply in the form of sympathy, uh, favors, help, and attention from others. Uh, you don't have to grow. You don't have to evolve. You don't have to actually learn. And finally, it allows you to, deli uh, to live sorry, in denial and avoid any self-reflection and avoid oneself entirely. So narcissistic abusers are notorious for playing the victim and ultimately have mastered the art of playing the victim. Uh, essentially, they assure that they never have to take responsibility. Uh, and like a child, they make a mess and have no desire to clean it up, no intentions to do so. Uh, they recruit compassionate, loving, sympathetic, and empathic uh, partners to clean up their mess and do their bidding, do their dirty work. Those who fall in love with narcissistic abusers are usually very attracted to being the healer, being the fixer, being the saver, uh, usually they're codependent, uh, and those who sort of gain a sense of value from other people needing them. Uh, they exploit, that's the narcissist in this case, exploit people like this for personal gain as they uh, really play their victims with absolutely no interest in being saved, fixed, or healed. Uh, this essentially is the bait and the switch as they play the victims. Uh, Really, they play into the victim's hopes that they change, that they ultimately become healthy, uh, become a giving, compassionate, loving partner, uh, really with the hopes that if they give, serve, love, and do enough for their perpetrator, uh, finally they'll turn their life around and be a decent human being. And ultimately, we know the truth that that is never going to happen. Uh, really something that will never happen. And all the meanwhile, they are really using their partner's efforts and energy and attempts to fix them and save them as a narcissistic supply. Now, people who play the victim have a deep fear of facing themselves and the negative emotions that would come up if they were to self-reflect uh, emotions such as guilt, shame, anger, humiliation, and helplessness. So 
I want to point out that many narcissistic abusers actually turn their partners into the abuser. Uh, this is sort of a subtle uh, nuance that I want to bring attention to is that what they do is essentially they blame shift, meaning they blame the, their, their, their victims for as, as if they are the ones who are perpetrating it. In a sense, they project their own abuse onto them, and in essence, they want to turn themselves into that victim, which is why they want their partner or the person they're in a the relationship with to be the abuser. Now, here are some reasons why it is a very bad and honestly dangerous idea, uh, lifestyle to adopt the consciousness of victim consciousness and playing the victim. First of all, it effectively cuts off your ability to grow and evolve, which is extremely necessary as human beings, we are meant to grow and evolve. Uh, it doesn't allow you to connect to other people. Ultimately, it removes your ability to have empathy and include another person in your life. Ultimately, lack of human connection, we know what that happens then, uh, mental illness, and ultimately the inability to feel loved and safe and uh, yeah, really given to the fulfillment which we all strive for, which is human connection. Next, it projects pain and character defects onto other people, pushing people away. Again, lack of human connection doesn't allow for synergy. Uh, it infantilizes oneself, essentially forces you to stay young and develop developmentally arrested. So some of the negative effects of playing the victim and why this is something we want to stay away from. So now I'm going to go into how to stop playing the victim. Firstly, like NAA, like the uh, Alcoholics Anonymous, the anonymous groups, the first step is accepting that you are a victim, that you are helpless, that you were helpless in childhood, that you have an inner child who's wounded and hurt, that you have negative emotions, accept those feelings. It's important to own your own stuff, own your own baggage, own your own damage, take responsibility for it. Uh, compassionately self-reflect and self-correct, not to criticize or devalue yourself, but rather accept compassionately that you are a human and that you have these defects. It's important to aim to grow and learn from everything that has happened, that does happen, and that will happen. Uh, in other words, grow, uh, adopt, I should say, a growth mindset as opposed to sort of a fixed victim mindset. And lastly, do not make excuses for crappy behavior. Uh, own it, apologize for it, and make internal corrections. Now, what has happened to you in the past? has made you a victim. There's no question about that. It's important to validate the fact that you were helpless, that there's an inner child within that feels helpless, and in fact, they were victimized. However, it is always a choice to stay the victim. This is where we need to take responsibility for our own stuff, uh, and go on a healing journey, uh, heal oneself, and become whole. Now, while we didn't choose to be a victim, we are always the one, whether we realize it or not, to continue to choose victim consciousness, to continue playing the victim. If you find yourself playing the victim, it is very natural. Uh, it is certainly, there's certainly motivation and desire and, and, and uh, gains of uh, playing the victim. But like I said, something we want to stay away from. We want to go on a healing journey. We want to become whole, take responsibility for our life, step into our authenticity and become healthy so we can ultimately connect in a healthy way. Develop these relationships that allow you to feel connected, to fulfill that desire to connect to other people and help you grow into your full potential. So if this is a struggle for you, please allow me to take you on this healing journey, guide you on it, and uh, help you evolve into your highest self. I offer a free 15-minute consultation, so you can reach me by email, info at yitzepstein.com, by phone, 252-696-4852. I want to thank you so very much for joining me for today's episode. It is such an honor to bring you this information today, and until next time, all the very best. Thank you.